Godzilla. Top shelf, other side, what? Ready for the action, meet me on the app. Bought some killers with me, heaters on they lap. Represent my city, speaking on behalf. One time, creeping on me quickly, reaching for the What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Blood Tenders Podcast. It is me, Jarrell, and of course, I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. What's happening with you? What's going on, Jarrell? I'm just hanging in there. It was pretty busy today. (laughs) It was a green-ass selling day. Yeah, you got it in. Heck yeah. So we do have special guests. As we always do, we have a really, really, really special guest. Yeah. Um, So... Coming from our, around the ways. From, from Vegas to, to, to Massachusetts, back to Vegas. Hey guys, how you doing today? My name is James. Pleasure to be with you guys today. Excited to be back with my boys. Yeah! yeah. JP! What's the deal, man? Tell the little people, or tell people a little bit about yourself, like you and your story, um, where you're from originally, how you got in the industry, all that good jazz. Okay, so um, let's see. I didn't really get into the industry until... I was about 22 and I got the chance to go uh, be a grower up in Northern Humble. I was working at Macaroni Grill at the time, so I was like, yeah, why not? Can I take my best friends with me? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, all right, let's go tomorrow. So we left, right? All right, so we were up there and I was up there for a full season up in Humble and uh, we grew on two properties. We had like 375 plants outdoor, so it was like 1,200 pounds in my first year, so things were cool. Um, after that, I kind of knew that this was going to be my life. Mm-hmm. Get to like wake up in the morning, walk through a paradise of 10 foot tall weed plants. Like it's really something else. Um, so when I came back to Vegas, went back to Macaroni Grill, and I hated everything about it. I was like, nah, I can't do this. I don't like what I'm doing. Got to get in the industry. So I start applying to places, and the same day I'm applying, I get a call from Medicine saying, hey, you want to come in, you know, have an interview with me. So went in, had that interview, got the job on the spot. And within a couple months, uh, after we switched over to Planet 13, I was manager there. And after about two years going through COVID and all that crazy stuff, you guys were there with me. Man, that was crazy. Yeah. It was nuts. The, crazy times. Yeah, I think, like, the fun part is, like, um, from being there in the beginning, just seeing all the change, not just there, but, like, in the industry mm-hmm. in total. Like, it was, that was crazy. It was something else. It was yeah. pretty nice. Uh, especially to see all the people grow with us, which was Yeah, cool. that yes. was a good part. Yeah. That was nice. Absolutely. Um, but after that, I got the chance to go over to Massachusetts and open up a brand new startup over there. So I was like, cool. So I was like, all right, let me pack everything up. Went over there um, to find out that things weren't actually so set up. <coughs> uh, so, uh, so when you say, like, you helped open up the startup, like, what... What kind of shop was it? Um, it once was a bird feed store, actually, in Great Barrington, town of 6,000 people. Uh, Six the uh, average home Six. income was still about $150,000, though. So either you were working for the city or you were only there for a couple of months because you could afford it. So it was one of those kinds of towns closest play a dispensary to New York City as well. So that was their other little gimmick. Um, but it was a beautiful, more of a boutique style store. Um, It was an interesting store because it wasn't predominantly owned by the typical rich white American male. Um, It was predominantly African-American, a female-owned store. So it was one of a kind. It's actually both have a beautiful story. Um, So they wanted to do things differently. 
over there in Massachusetts, everything's kind of like, get in, get out. Do you know what you want? Well, if you don't, that's kind of crazy. You should know what you want. Like, very <laughs> yeah. odd. So, yes. like, people didn't get to experience that. So that's one of the reasons I got to kind of come from Planet 13 over to them and kind of show them, hey, these are things you should do. Like, let's open up the sales floor. Do not have things behind the table. Like, have them out for them to be able to hold, touch, and experience and actually walk through. Um, so it was definitely something else. But they turned it, like I said, from a bird's feed store into this nicely well-done, well-painted, hardwood floor, boutique-style store. When you say hold, touch... Did you have, like, displays that they could just touch? Like or? the smell style jars, but they would have, like, uh, security lines to them that were uh, drilled to the thing, so that way they couldn't actually leave, but they'd actually be able to pick them up before you couldn't see, smell, or anything. Like, you had to know what you want, pick it off the menu, and then they'd put it in a bag, and no one got to see it, make sure it was okay, or how old it was, or anything like that. What your terpenes were, because terpenes don't exist on the East Coast yet. But they were slowly being taught by me, so that was something we were trying to bring over there. What kind of testing did they have? Yeah. They had every kind of cannabinoid testing, as far as like THC, THCV, CBN, um, all those things uh, going into like Delta 9, Delta 8, but that was it. That was all they had. They'd make sure that there was no like hard metals or anything like that, but terpenes didn't actually no terpenes. go into that. Yeah. Interesting. But some companies were learning about them, and you actually found that those were the only companies that really cared and we're actually putting out some quality or some gas, that would be the ones that had their turpins on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for so. sure. Ones that are a little bit more developed have a little exactly. bit more to go. Yeah, yes. For sure. Aren't just growing Gorilla Glue number four. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what about the adjustment for you? Because you had to go from like a fast-paced, like go, 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 go environment into something more slow. The yes, it's something different because my life being in Vegas has always been so go, go, go and customer oriented like, hey, like take care of them. Let's do this. We're there. It was much more like slow down. Let's walk them through this. Take your time. You're only going to see about 100 customers a day. If you do, that's a good job. We're getting started. And I'm like, no, where where's the advertisements put sales on here? Let's yeah. let's get the people in the right. door. Some text like, exactly. Yeah. Not happening. Illegal. No, Massachusetts oh, doesn't actually want their people to know about legal cannabis, so like you cannot promote cannabis whatsoever. So was it all like WAM advertising, word of mouth? Word what? of mouth, yes, or advertising out of state. So like putting up billboards on the way in from New York, coming to Massachusetts, stuff like that. Oh, okay. It was their best thing. Instagram, stuff like that, when um Things were still being able to be posted on there. It was a lot easier to kind of market those things, yeah, which was nice. They ended up getting restrictions for that as well. And yeah, it was like what? anything, like if it had anything to do with cannabis, like it would have a, uh, a raw filter in the back, like completely empty. Ah, it had to be kicked off, had to be redone. It was really, really tough to get uh, any of that done out there for marketing. So, Which shows that there's a super stronghold politically yes. there. Absolutely. And, and so there's not as much freedom there whatsoever. No, it's not. Or here you're like, let's do this! No, how cheap can I get that out for? Uh, it's, it's crazy because you would think like Nevada is super, super strict, you know, like super, um, you know, regulated. Yeah. And then you come to find out like there's another state that's even more regulated and strict. I didn't think that was possible. Uh, With that, a lot of backdraws on that. I mean, with it being so tight up there that there are actually more dispensaries than there are growers. So growers actually set the price. So they set the market. They get to tell you what they're going to have. You're pretty much on their will whether or not you get to have inventory. 
that was a struggle every single week with us is that we're not we were gonna have enough inventory to stay open without being like hey we have no flour this week we're like some dispensaries would go we have no flour this week we sold out but and they would like, stay open stay right. open because we got a couple edibles things. couple vapes things like that and yeah. do your best but like it was a battle where here it's pretty evenly able to get both of them there it's staying near impossible if you go up just about through four hours north to maine you can get a grower's license for three hundred dollars what? So some of the best growers in the world are going over wow. there, especially with everything going on in California. So Oklahoma and Maine are hot spots at the moment. You didn't say that for what? Yeah, no. uh, <laughs> Oklahoma is like about to pop up. Yeah, right. that's gonna be something. Else I can right just now. imagine you, Jarrell, in Oklahoma. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need a big cowboy hat. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's crazy, man. So like, oh, um, so. Is it more of like the, the the cultivators get to pick and choose who gets their flower or kind of like whole bids or auctions kind of? So interesting you say um, it's not. I think Vegas is definitely better taken care of like that because there it is the oldest dispensaries get to pick first. So the newest dispensaries get to pick the litters. Like whatever is left after everyone else has purchased, they get to choose what's left of it. Who came up with that? Right. That is run by uh, the state and oh, vendors. The so, oh, like, that is set up by them and it was through an agreement. So, they have, that is up to them. What? What, yeah. what, what vendors brought the state's pocket? Like, yeah. what kind of that work? That it's like so tight, it. man. It's so tight. So many dispensaries, so many growers. So, it's, it's kind of, it's more, it might be beneficial to be a grower than to own a dispensary. Absolutely. Or, yeah. Growers yeah, have the money. If you can stay right. open, if you're not through COVID right now, and you're able to put out anything mid or decent yeah. level, you're going to be doing fantastic there. Wow. Because everything sold at $65 an eighth with no tax breaks. So 65 65 65 And 65. nobody was complaining? No, no, no. Come in here, save $606 out the door. Happy. Smile on their face. Mm. Yeah, of course. Where's the next dispensary? Oh, it's down the way. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Get another house there. They used to wheeze. It was something else, though. Edibles were pretty nice. They just got Betty's Eddie's. Mm. Love those. Only edible out there that I could find that was not made with distillate. So, another tough thing. funny thing is that just today, I asked Linda, I'll pick up an edible. What do you want? Because, of course, that's my segue into getting more cannabis for myself <laughs> without getting well, taxed at home. I don't need to be her. taxed at the dispensary and then taxed at home. So I was like, I'll pick you up an edible. And she goes, I want some Betty's Eddie's. Now I'll tell you something. She knows friggin' well. She knows damn well that store is not doing Betty's Eddie's. And she still asks me for those fucking Betty's Eddie's. I'm not kidding. You may have to go to a different dispensary and get Betty Liddy. Right. You might have to do <laughs> that. Out. Yeah. Do they have edible restrictions out there, like the 100 milligram? Oh, you're going to like this one. So, ounce daily limit of flour, right? Or you get 500 milligrams of edibles. Wow. Or 5 grams of concentrate, which is also vapes. So, you can get like 10 <laughs> half grams, 10 half grams of live resin equal to 5 edibles, which is equal to an ounce of flour. And CBD has no restrictions. Or topicals don't. So like one-to-ones, all that doesn't go into your thing. Oh, my God. You know what? They gave Vinny Barbarino that job. They gave somebody like some random ass Joe the job to figure out how to put the metrics together for that shit. 
How did that happen? Uh, that makes no sense. How about those? How about that math? <laughs> that ain't math. Math's right. real hard over there. Right. It's something else. It's um, like, hey, you can get really super ultra high. And I think for me, again, this speaks to the political part of it because vapes are not odorless completely, but practically. You know, it dissipates pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're like saying, do this because we'd rather not smell it. We'd rather not have the stigma of I, that. I don't doubt it. Yeah. Same price, $65 a half gram vape, though. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you they did it, though, right? Yeah, they're like, no, we'll make these match so that way it's a better choice to go yeah, this way. Right. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. Interesting though, though, for their pay schedules for like bud tenders and inventory, though, it's off of strictly off of um, like your uh, previous experience. So, like, if you've been in the industry multiple years, you can get up to $21 as a starting inventory person. Like, if you've had multiple industry, like uh, inventory jobs at like mm-hmm. Macy's or stuff like that, where it's bigger things and you're moving into this. So, they do take care of their employees, which is really nice. So, I do like that about Massachusetts, and it's pretty much. Regulated that way through price. Are there a lot of dispensaries out there where, or is it a like a booming market to where you can get jobs, or is it a lot of just? I'd say it's probably one of the best places to find a job right now in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. as far as that. Like, listly, well, at least as soon as things start to loosen up with restrictions and stuff again. But I mean, right now things are going well. Boston's booming right now as far as its growth over there. I know uh, a couple companies have uh, ideas going that way, um, but I think. It's definitely a great place if you're over there to definitely hop in that industry for sure. Yeah, I like how you said Bastin. Bastin. <laughs> and I was over there, it was wicked easy to pick up the accent. I was only six months. I was about to say you there for eight months. <laughs> Once you get to the cold, you get the accent. They're like, here you go. I'm like, yeah, nailed cool. it. That's too funny. <laughs> so what do you think, like, um, the industries out there and out here? What, Let's just a say, little bit of comparison. <sighs> it's like it's an infancy age at this point let's put it that way okay like they've learned that weed isn't so bad so we're on the right track and i like that because it's about all you can really ask for to start out with so they're at the point where it's indica sativa hybrid it's all i know i've heard it before let me stick to that so when i came there and i was like all right bud tenders listen up this is called terpenes they're like the hell does that matter? Like, what? I don't give a shit about smells. Like, no, no, no. This is what's going to affect your high. Kind of break it down to them. Um, we had this whole kind of weed bible breakdown. It was about 52 pages that had every explanation of the terpenes, what they do for you, the effects, where they're found, smells, uh, what they go with. So it was a real experience for them because they thought that oh, I got this cake job and we're selling weed. This is nothing. Like, nah, you guys are studying. I've got tests for you every couple of weeks. Let them do the whole low experience. Oh, I was you like, that went through those. Bro. I'm like, oh, man, I was sweating it for the first two weeks over at like, medicine. It was tough. I was like, am I going to keep this job? You was that mad at um, giving out tests. We, I had a five-star rating for the first five months we were open. The first 90 reviews, five stars. Nice. Because of our bud tenders. And go. not to me. Because of their credit. Like, right. It was the most knowledgeable people I've ever met before. Walked me through why my cannabis is working. Helped me with every one of my ailments. It was teaching people real cannabis versus cannabis is okay. Right. It was the next step in the evolution. And I think that's what's coming to the East Coast. So anyone who's ready to hop on that train, who's like, that's your love, is this is what real cannabis is, that's where I'd go probably right. at this point. I completely admire the fact that you... Found an opportunity, you know, sought an opportunity, found an opportunity, 
and fucking just took the reins on it and moved to a different state and you were like, I'm going to do this balls to the wall. And I really appreciated that. Like more than anything else because I feel like life should be that way. You know what I'm saying? You should just be able to be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to make a lot more money doing this over here. I'm going to do this <laughs> shit over here. So, motherfucking deuces. It was, uh, it was interesting because that was my, my two-year goal in the industry was, you know, run the, be a GM by two years, which was ridiculous. But you always got to set yourself a goal. It's too high. I was like, I could do this. So, once I, got, I was like putting out feelers and I got the opportunity, they're like, yeah, come apply for us. Really? All right. Let me, let me put this out there. So, when I got it, I was like, yo, babe, we're moving. Going over there. So while I was over there getting us an apartment and all that stuff set up, she was over here getting all of her stuff taken care of. Um, it was everything I could have ever asked for learning as the managerial and growth in my own self on my own over there that I could ever ask to come back and be able to bring that home. So that was really nice. And you was able to take something out there and leave it and like add to that industry. That was nice. Yeah. That was nice. So like, yeah, that's, that's, I feel like that's a, like a big thing. To go to a whole other industry in another state and bring something new to the table. Absolutely. So, like, all those bud tenders that you taught about terpenes and everything else, they're going to take that shit and spread it. And that's going to be, like, all under your tree. Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's yeah. pretty cool to see like that. Like, yeah, I right. think there's a lot of room for that, too, for teaching. Just for teaching. Going from spot to spot to spot and teaching people about terpenes, teaching people, you know what I mean? Like, setting up their, like... A good training guide for them and some SOPs and shit like that, and help people develop their business. I think there's so many avenues that in cannabis right now that my mind goes crazy. It's literally infinite at this point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you think no like matter that? what you're doing, you've got me. I mean, I've sat in through interviews and I'm like, what did you do before the lawyer? So you're going to be a bud tender? Yeah. Oh, why? I need to get my foot in the door. Like, I just need to get my foot in the door into mm -hmm. cannabis, and then I can go where I really want to go. They know. It, this is it. This they is, know. especially in our generation, like, there's no other real, unless you're set off in college and you get things going off in your own right way, like, like this is for us rebels to get ahead in life. There's not, yes. not that many new industries. No. Yeah. Not once they're going to do anything like this, really. Yeah. 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 So it's nice. No, it's nice. It's huge. And there's, like, so many opportunities, like... I always think it's just limitless, it's endless, and people that give up on this industry, I'm like, oh my god, you must be giving up on life, because honestly, this is where it's at. It's the one. I've never, I never wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, I gotta solve fucking cannabis, fucking, I never feel that way. I'm always like, shit, I'm about to educate. But this is about to Hell be. Yes. Educate yeah. people. And I'm like, shit, who am I going to meet today? Like, I'm like, yes. like, that's how I, I approach it. Like, people. I don't know about yes. you guys. Like, like, it's been pretty fun so far. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you already know. Yeah. 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 I, li I like to do a lot of networking. There you go. Yeah. And speaking of mad people, that's um you, you mentioned you moved um, with somebody. Who'd you move to Massachusetts with? Uh, my girlfriend. Your my girlfriend. fiance, actually. Yeah. Yes, my fiance. Sorry. So this is an interesting yeah. story. Yeah. Look, what, look what the cannabis industry did for you. Uh, <laughs> right? Cannabis you industry has given you yeah. to know this. I was there to witness this whole thing, like, <laughs> from kind of start to finish. How did you meet your fiance? So, um, 
Let's see, I was probably at Planet for like a year, just managing over there, and uh, she came in, and I actually was taking care of her, bartending her, just walking her through the store. I was, I saw her come by, she was wearing a top that had green stripes on it, it was white, uh, and I could have sworn time stopped, and she walked across the concentrates, gawking at the top shelf, and I'm like... This hot girl is the woman of my dreams, standing over Terp Sauce. Right. Curious about this? Like, let me walk over here and, and ask if you need any help today. So I did. And uh, it was nice. We uh, literally, nothing other than that, took care of her, got her order, talked like about uh, literally just live resins, talked about flour for a bit, got her some stuff and got her on her way. I'd taken care of her probably every single time she came in for probably a year, maybe a little more. I had a girlfriend at the time. And uh, she had a boyfriend at the time. Never brought it up. Never talked about it or anything like that. Right. And I never was the one to flirt because I'm not the type. Uh, and uh, one day I'm single. And it had been a couple months, quite a few months, uh, since I'd left my ex. And she comes to the door. And uh, I was like, you know what? This is the time. I'm going to take care of her. Ask what she wants. I'm going to give her my number. I'm going to take this stretch. She's like, okay, cool. Do it. Get to her. Talk to her. Be like, you know what? One sec. Let me come around back. I see Kai's in the back room. I'm like, hey, Kai. I need you to write my name and my number on this piece of paper. I look like a five-year-old when I write. Quick. God, he's got great hydrating already. I'm like, perfect. So I take this. Give it to her. Two weeks goes by. I don't see anything. I don't hear anything from her. I'm like, ah, oh, that's kind of weird. Maybe feeling wasn't mutual. Yeah. All right. So I guess a little salty. Uh, she comes in again. And I'm like... Hey, uh, didn't hear from you. This is awkward. How you doing? She's like, oh, I know. I, was, I lost your number in my car. And I was cleaning it. So, like, I feel really bad. Did this. And uh, she's like, can I get your number again? I was like, yeah, okay, I got you. Wrote my number one time. Uh, two more weeks goes by. Uh, same deal, actually. So it goes by. And I'm like, see her one more time in the express lane. And I'm just like, get over. Give her this. Ugh. Like, right. no, you didn't. Go back, and she sees me. Go back to my computer for a sec. Look up, like, ah, oh, don't you be that piece of crap. I don't take you right down here and pull you down this way. Hey, how you doing? Put a kind of fake smile on my face like this. is awkward. How you doing? I, I lost your number. Do this, and I'm like, sure. <coughs> Squiggle it down like a five-year-old. I think I had a crayon or a marker next to me. Brought my number on there. Two weeks goes by. I'm getting to the shower. All of a sudden, my phone goes off. Hey, good morning. How you doing? This is me. And actually, that's... How we met. Nice. I just remember her like coming in over and over again, and you just like the only one that helps her. And I'm just like, yo, bro, like, what is this, man? Hey, what is yeah. this? And lo and behold, like, we would go to like little functions, and you would bring her with you. And yeah, man, that's just crazy how that happened. And I just saw it on Instagram a while back. Like, she said yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> had to make the leap. Had to do it. Uh, oh, so congrats, man. That's Thank you. Yeah, Thank congratulations, you. dude. Yeah, very, very happy for you. Yeah, you got a good one. She was willing to move with you, take that that jump. Right? <laughs> She's a real one. I She's couldn't ask her better. One. I really couldn't ask her So is she in the cannabis industry? Uh, no, actually, she works at a golf course right now. Yeah, oh, so nice. we got actually have a lot of golf time. I'm actually uh, not horrible. She kicks me around quite a bit over there, but uh, it's quite a bit of fun. I know people who are absolutely addicted to golf. My stepdad. I know why. Why not? I mean, yeah, I mean, that is an expensive habit unless you work for the golf course. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's why I can't be a part of my uh, regimen, but I think if I was to get into golf, I'd probably become super fanatic. I'd have all the things in like two days. Um, we went to a couple of the um, 
Me and the coworkers went to the driving range for the first time last week, and I loved it. It's a blast, right? Yes. I loved it. So I think I might have to add golf into my... Watch about sometime. Yeah. Worth it. Yeah. So another fun thing that the um, the cannabis industry did for you, bro, you your sweaters. Yeah, talk about this. So JP three designs. Um, so this is an idea we were sitting around. I mean, I always hated when I was out and about, and we needed to roll a J and we'd be at the park or something like that. No one brings a tray. First off, when you're out and about, because who thinks about that later? You just got the, the twenty while you were out. All right, so we're at the table. Now you got to roll it on a crusty table or a piece of paper. No, so my idea was to put a rolling paper or a rolling tray inside the zipper of your hoodie or inside the pocket of your hoodie and have a zipper to drop down into your lap. So that way, wherever you went, you had a rolling tray. So definitely something to check out. Um, if you ever get a chance to go look at my Instagram, jp3designs underscore. Um, take a look. A couple of colors out there. I think with the right push, that's like a genius idea. Genius, oh yeah. 100%. I Thank really you. think you need to get whatever <coughs> the push is. Don't. Don't let it down. Keep going with it. You know, seriously, because honestly, I've had that sweater, and every time I have that sweater on, no bullshit. I am not kidding. Every time, where did you get that? And every time, it's to his Instagram, and I'm like, go on this Instagram, go on this Instagram. But you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like when people have it in their grasp. And they can touch it and feel it. It's not even a thought process. You know what I mean? They're going to take it. It's so hard. It's so much harder to sell in a market that's so saturated online. Like, it's too, it's overload. It is. So, that being the case, I feel like it has to be in the people's hands. They have to see. And that's the hard without being uh, able to go out to events. Yeah. And having vendors. Speaking of events, it's crazy because I remember we was at an event. It was a while ago when we still could have the events. And um, you remember Derek? He had the sweater on. And it was doing like a, a rolling competition, bro. And it was like, yeah, we have a rolling competition. Someone, hey, yo, we need a tray. And I swear to God, no lies, bro. Derek had the, the, the JP3 design sweater on. Runs up there. He's like, yo, I got a tray. And everybody's like, yo, what the fuck is that? It was like wilding out. Yeah. I, it was crazy, man. I'll never forget that. They was, they was going crazy. I'm because he, had, he pulled the tray out like off the off the sweater. And it was, it was pretty dope. Man. Derek's a real one. I remember yeah. I got a photo that night from you. Yes. You posted. Yes. <laughs> that shit was funny, man. Yes, because I feel like if people yeah. have it in their hands, they're going to want it. Is you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, when I saw it, I was like, Right away, right now, order me one. Especially like at the events because you you getting stuff. You're oh like, oh my shit! God. Like, right, so let me try this out right there. So many times. <laughs> you gotta find a seat. You're yeah, ready. You ain't gotta exactly. Yep. You're good to go. I yes. love it, man. Hell yeah. Us flower smokers appreciate that for oh, sure. Absolutely. Did we talked about that sweater too, right? Didn't we have during the the holidays? I'm pretty sure we did. It's yeah. been, it's uh, it's been fun. It's been about enough. Uh, two years I've been running that. It's been tough out there running the new dispensary, coming back here to have any time to do that. Um, but it's definitely something I'll be setting up the next year. Definitely diving back into pretty heavily. Uh, setting up hopefully a couple of uh, shirts and uh, beanies that'll be coming out. So that'll be nice, hopefully, dropping here in the next uh, four months, five months, actually. Right on, right on. Nice. Uh, just, like, just 
goes to tell you, like, you can just do anything in this industry. The possibilities are endless. 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 Yeah, like, just why the fuck not? Just yeah. do it. <laughs> why not? My little brother has a rave company, uh, and it pretty much hooks up with the Cannabis Awards, and hooks up with all of them, so helps them run all of that, and did all that. That's his way that he got kind of got into cannabis in the industry like that. There, you could do anything. He does music in cannabis. So, you could literally do anything. You can do anything. Seriously. But I really want you guys to, like, get on that shit. Check out that Instagram full show because it's super important that you guys check that item out. It's a nice piece to have. For sure. Thank you guys for the shout out. Thank you, you really. Know, man. What do you like? What do you um, plan on doing? Do you like getting back in the industry out here? Or? So I actually uh, had my uh, training days just finished up today. I started over at uh, Essence over on Durango. Oh right, uh, brand new store over there. Okay, so I'll be right there, right uh, new shift manager over there. Okay, nice. Congratulations, dude. Thank you so much. Welcome back to yeah, Vegas. exactly. He came with back. like it's. Smooth right back in here. And it's yeah. nice to get back here with everybody. It really is. Hell yeah, man. It's good to have you back, bro. Thank you so much. For sure. Um, so like we must know with all of our guests, what you been smoking on lately, <sighs> Let's see. You know what? The best thing that I was smoking that I brought a little bit back on was gonna be this uh Sugar Plum Sunset. It was going to be a Bubba Back Cross, and it tastes like you were inhaling cherry pie. It was something else. Like, I literally, it was like a Saturday afternoon with $500 in your pocket and nothing to do. Right. Terpenes. Oh, so I meant to ask you before. Um, like, on a good day, like, how many different strands do you have? In, did you have in your store? Yeah. On a good day, average about, I'd say probably 9 to 10 and we probably switched out all 10 of those within a month to different ones. So within a month, we would have gone through probably 20 to 25 different strains. But at one time, you would have about 10. Yeah, yeah 9 or 10. Nine or ten it was that tough, out. yeah. And you'd only yeah. have about 50 or 68s of each. And I was going to say, did you have different tiers? <laughs> no. So everything 65, was 65, 65, 65. <laughs> so it's just like small batch stuff. Yes. It was actually large batch, just so... To, to everybody, country. you're like, yeah, I got so the Everybody had GG4, like, oh, you got it too? Like, yeah, yeah, we got that one too. Yeah. Same one. Yeah. But our shit is... It's fresh for... We got it delivered first, though. We got it delivered first. <laughs> <laughs> we the first stop. <laughs> the first stop on the route. <laughs> That's too funny, man. What was uh, the concentrate game like that, like, out there? Um, To be honest... There was a, one or two companies that were trying to get into solventless stuff, but other than that, it was really just BHO. Um, pretty decent stuff. Nothing really to take home to mom, but I would actually probably brag that their RSO was probably the best thing, okay. that, the concentrates that they had over there. Right. Um, that stuff would actually, it was perfect. I mean, you could get it at like 50 a gram if you got it from a pretty decent place, which is pretty similar to here in Vegas prices. That was probably their best quality stuff is concentrate that they had. No diamonds. Not a thing out there. And mm. they called everything wax. Everything is wax. I, anytime that anyone said wax in my store, they had to go stand outside in the cold for five seconds. I was like, I don't want to hear that in here. That is not a word. That's it is a specific kind. Tell me what general. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me what it is. What kind of wax? If you tell me it's wax, I better see shatter. Like, that's what I expect when I see. Like, it better just be there. If I get home and I got butter, I'm going to be pissed. Right. 
Also, someone should talk to me for buying Shatter in the first place. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> when you gotta do it. Be like that sometimes. Sometimes it bees like that. You gotta get through. Be like that sometimes. That's what's up, man. Rocky, what you been smoking on lately? Um... I, really I don't want to keep regurgitating GLP because it does, it, you know. It but it'd be like that be like sometimes. 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 <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, so pretty much uh, some cookie strains as well as some medicine strains. Um, mango Kush was smacking. That yes. mango Kush. That's like, I think it had like 15 milligrams of mercine in that. And it was hitting upwards of like 27, 28%. So, I mean, you can't go wrong. And then, you know, just a couple of the cookie strains as well as um, still smoking some GLP. Always got the GLP in, yeah. in the mix. Yeah, I'm still stuck on the GLP as well. <laughs> yeah, it's hard not to. Because yeah, I've been picking up those bottom buds. Uh, like, the past, like, three or four weeks, I've been picking up, like, one a week. It's been real bad. I got to get a hold of myself. But it's kind of hard to pass up when you get a good deal. Right. And it says the Mac Bottom Buds isn't just as good as the Mac Regular Buds. Right. Them shit smack. No matter what. Like, them shit, the Bottom Buds be smacking. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like those buds, and I I don't know, GLP, don't eat me up on this. This is solely an opinion, by the by. Those bottom buds, they, they of course, are like most bottom buds untrimmed. Mm-hmm. That much, you know, you're still going to have like some sugar leaf. sugar leaf. But for me, I kind of like that because it seems to me like that bud's less touched than, you they know. already knew. Yeah. Yeah. So the potency it. for me, you know, despite the fact that those leaves don't have super potency, but honestly, it does protect the trichome. So that being the case, I'm like... That shit must smack heavy, mm-hmm. those bottom buds. I love them. True. I love them. Can't get enough. I love them, man. James, man, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you guys so much. It's been an absolute man. pleasure. Hell Glad to be yeah. here. Yeah. Hopefully come back soon. Hell yeah, man. Absolutely. Oh, you're, you're always welcome on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. High budgets are going to be at the wedding broadcast live. Absolutely. Going to your life right now. <laughs> We're back at it again. The hot buds in your pocket. So, um, if anybody wanted to reach out to you or wanted to know about where they can, where they can pick up a sweater, uh, let me put let me explain it better. A hoodie, where the front, where you put your hands in the front, flaps down into a rolling tray. A Boom! Put that shit in your mind. <laughs> And then go to this Instagram over Absolutely. here. Absolutely. If you wanted to get with that, you would come to me at uh, jp3designs underscore. Uh, you guys can DM me on there. Hit me a message. Uh, I'll get back to you pretty much that day. Uh, and uh, hit me up. You can guys let me know the color and we'll get you going. Or even if somebody was like, hey, I'm about to, I'm going to be out in you know, Massachusetts. Um, where can I get some legal weed? I got my medical card. What do you suggest? Well, even if you have your medical card, you don't. I would definitely, if you're near Great Barrington, head down to Rebel. They're probably going to be the best dispenser you're going to find hands down. The bud tenders are absolutely amazing. I know that their inventory staff is great. Um, if you're going to find anyone else down there, I'd probably go down to the pass as well. I know they've got some awesome selections, so definitely hit them up for sure. Nice. Awesome. Nice. That's amazing. All right, folks. So, you know, and for us, it's always www.at www I got too fucking high <laughs> www.highbuttenders.com 
We are on all social media platforms at High Buttenders. Um, if you guys have anything, please feel free to send us a message right on our website. We will respond to you, guaranteed. Uh, we thank you for listening, and as always, stay high, bud tenders. <laughs>